At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare good sleep should come naturally and with the new natural hybrid mattress it can a collaboration between lisa and west elm the natural hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex natural wool and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow plus every purchase helps fuel lisa's work with shelters and those in need don't put off a good night's sleep any longer get a lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight visit lisa.com slash iheart that's l-e-e-s-a.com When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good afternoon and welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Richards, your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host today is on East Coast Live in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Uh, So, Josh, I think on the show yesterday you were talking about WNBA uh, and and perhaps the play uh, in the WNBA. Yeah, so, Pritch, I don't know if anyone noticed it last night. I just kind of slipped it in there, see if anyone's still listening to the show at the very end. But uh, big hit there for the Connecticut Sun. Remember yeah. the Aces uh, out in Vegas going to Connecticut, and that was a really sharp dog-to-favorite line move, uh, plus one to minus three with the Connecticut Sun. So mm-hmm. I was able to get that one, which was nice. Uh, also, you know, just a dog-to-favorite line move in general. The WNBA market uh, is very um, – it's kind of a niche market, Pritch, but right. uh, there's no contrarian value. There isn't really enough public to bet against. So – Percentage-wise, you can throw that out, you know, just throw it out the window. But I really lean on line moves, especially mm-hmm. that dog to fave line move. So it came through with the Sun. Uh, it was actually another game later, the Sparks and the Mystics, where the same sort of thing happened. Plus one and a half to minus two and a half. The Mystics came through. Now, Pritch, if you want to, if you want to sweat with me, I'll throw this one at you. Uh, I'm on the over tonight in the Mercury Liberty game. This is the only game in town for the WNBA. Uh, seen a little bit of movement here toward the over, open around 162, up to around 162 and a half. You actually had a big move there uh, to the Mercury as well. They're like minus two to minus six. But I'm going over here. I've been watching this Liberty team. They score a lot. They don't play much defense. These are two of the highest scoring teams in the WNBA, but also two of the worst defensive teams in the, in the WNBA, averaging about 81 a game, giving up 
in, in the case of the Liberty, giving up around 86 a game. So uh, that's that's my sweat for tonight, Pritch. No dog to fave line move like the Sun, uh, but but going to root for some points here. I don't care who wins. Mm-hmm. I want at least 42 points a quarter <laughs> here, Pritch, uh, if you're going to sweat this over with me. So, yeah, Mercury, Liberty, uh, over 162.5 tonight. I tell you, if you can find an edge, it doesn't matter the market. That's for sure. Uh, you find those edges and data-driven edges, uh, that kind of amplifies that a little bit too. So uh, I don't know if I'll make that decision yet. We'll see, <laughs> Josh. But, no, I mean, that, that's awesome insight, man. Uh, how about Tampa Bay and the Phillies? Uh, market insight here for this baseball game. Uh, Tampa Bay, they just keep doing it, man. Uh, uh, right now they are a dog, though, in this one, plus 134, 8's the total. Yeah, Rays came through yesterday for Sharps. I I, uh, I was rolling with them, and there was kind of like a pick them to like minus 115, something like that. But here's a system that I'm looking at, Pritch. You know, uh, I like to be with the line move, and I like to get it early. I don't like to be late to the party. Mm-hmm. Now, I will fully admit there was a move here to the Phillies. The Phillies at a lot of these shops, I think with, you know, Zach Wheeler, some respect for him. He's been in the, the Cy Young conversation here, but uh, open like minus 135, up to around mm-hmm. minus 145. But here's my thing. I have a system I really, really love uh, looking at, at really good teams uh, that are a dog getting plus money late in the season. So the, I know it's a mouthful there, but if you have a win percentage of five, uh, 550 or better, you're winning 55% of your games or more, and you're a dog getting plus money, it went 3-0 last night. Uh, you saw the, uh, the White Sox, the Giants, and the Yankees all cash this spot. Uh, historically, over the last decade or so, it's around 48%. But $100 better would be up uh, almost $10,000 getting this plus money with these good dogs. So this is my spot here with the Rays. You know, if you want to sweat the Phillies, I don't blame you at all. The line did go to the Phillies. But I lean on this system late in the year. Like, if you're giving me a really good team like the Rays, 78 and 48, one of the best records in baseball, and you're giving me plus money, Pritch, mm-hmm. um, I can live with losing this play with the Rays. Uh, but but really what I'm looking at is uh, grabbing this money, uh, this plus money spot. So it would be a system match there with Tampa Bay. Another example would be the White Sox. Uh, matching the system, okay. a good team, 551 percentage or more late in the season. By late season, I mean August or September. Uh, it's, it's a value play to me. It doesn't necessarily have to be sharp, but it's a value play. So not only Tampa Bay plus money, the White Sox would match plus money around plus 110, and the other one would be San Francisco. There's a move there to the Mets tonight uh, with Cueto against Walker, uh, minus 110 to minus 115, minus 120. But I'm riding the San Francisco Giants again. System match. You're giving me plus 110 with the best team in baseball. I think it's a better. you got to do what's, what, you're, what you're comfortable with. Uh, I love line movement. Doesn't mean I have to take it every single game. But if you're giving me plus money late in the season with a really good team, to me, that's a valuable play. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about that a little bit yesterday uh, with the Mets and the Giants, the line movement that was there. I mean, look at that game turned out. <laughs> exactly. And, and again, you know, uh, the line movement is important. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dismiss it. I'm, I'm really, you know, it's, it's a huge part of my handicapping. But uh, again, if you have a good system match that's been proven over time and you give me plus money with all these dogs, I'm going to take them with these really good teams. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to some more market insight for sure uh, on the program. Baseball, look, I, I can follow data up and down the board, certainly for baseball, and it helps because uh, we're cashing those tickets every once in a while, and that's always exciting. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Vegas. Your other host, live in Boston, Josh Applebaum, and also live with us right now. Cannot wait. Kenny White, uh, he's one of the best handicappers when it comes to college football sports. In period, general, in general. Uh, Kenny, how are you? Hi, Prince. Hi, Josh. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm so excited for uh, kickoff of a real college football game. We've seen some preseason NFL games, but nothing like college football. Nothing like it at all. I agree with you 100% on that, Kenny. Uh, I want to get to a game that's very, very interesting to me because of uh, the matchup uh, and the line. 
Uh, and it's Fresno State, uh, a good team. COVID year, they were a top five offense last year in the nation. Uh, they're at home, but it's a big number. It's minus 27 and a half. Now, UConn, the story about them, they didn't play. They opted out last year. They're traveling all the way across country. Now, I don't know if they're flying into Fresno State or Fresno, or are they going to fly into San Jose, which is another bus ride. Uh, so I'm intrigued by their travel uh, itinerary uh, and then also perhaps laying this number with uh, Fresno State. Yeah, it's probably a, a flight to uh, L.A. and then to and then to Fresno. So, mm. yeah, they, they're going to they're going to do quite a bit of traveling. We know there's no direct flights from from <laughs> Connecticut to Fresno. So, yeah, this is a, is a really tough spot for Connecticut. Uh, you mentioned they did not play last year. Randy Etzel, his second stint at Connecticut, he did great his first time around, but this time around hasn't been so good. Just six and thirty. The talent level has just dropped way off in this program. Uh, Fresno State. A great year last year. Uh, Kalen DeBoer looks like uh, he, he's got his players playing hard, and they have a lot of returning starters. Uh, the big thing is Ronnie Rivers, the running back. Connecticut cannot stop the run. They're not going to be able to stop Ronnie Rivers. And, you know, run and run the run and stop the run. If you can do those two things, you're going to do well. Connecticut can't do either one of those things, and Fresno can. Um, I, I The one negative on Fresno is they play Oregon next. Okay. Could be a little bit of a look ahead. Um, I laid 15 and a half in the first half. I thought the number would be 17. Uh, usually these big favorites do extremely well out of the gate in the first half. So keep an eye on that. But I like that's my one play out of these four games that I really like this week is Fresno in the first half. Kenny, it's great to talk to you. And I loved uh, when we were able to talk to you last week or the week before. I forget when it was, but you had some great insights to these win totals and looking at, uh, I still remember, you know, the returning quarterback coaches, at least, you know, a bunch of starters on both sides of the ball. I think that was a really smart thing that you mentioned, but uh, I want two questions for you. One, how do you approach like week one early and week zero? Now we call it these early season uh, weeks. Like, do you, do you see your capping? Is it, are you different? Do you lean on things more than others? Is it more volatile? Just tips that you would say to new betters, how, you know, week one, or let's just say all of September is different from maybe the, the way that you approach a lot of these games after we get, you know, four or five games under our belt a little bit later in the year. Yeah, you're, you're going to see a lot of line movement on games where there is a head coach returning with a starting quarterback. And the, the, the saying was before it was eight or more starters on offense and defense against the team who had a new coach and did not have their starting quarterback back. And th those games move drastically. So I, I do look for those. In my magazine, I, I don't do returning starters because there's no real definition of it. I rate my players off of experience on the field and their snaps. So when they get 350 snaps on the football field, I feel that's worth seven starts. And I feel like if you had seven starts, you're a returning starter. So you could do that over four years uh, and, and build up 350 snaps. You're a, if you're a senior and have never started, um, but you've played that many snaps on the field, you've been around, you've been around the block. You, you're a good player. You're a starter. You have experience. So um, I, I think if they have 10 or more returning starters in my magazine, quarterback is back, coach is back. Uh, and you know what? If you got a guy that's a coach that's been there for three years or more, that even makes it even better. So I tell people though to tread lightly in week zero and week one because these lines have been up for so long that the longer the lines are up, the better it is for the bookmaker because they get so many sharp people betting into those numbers. The numbers get that much better. I like betting early and getting those virgin lines that nobody's hit because you're going to get your best value there. You look at a UCLA, maybe I think they were a minus 10 and a half at one point, now 18. Mm -hmm. um, 
All and every one of these lines, Pritch and Josh in my magazine, every one of these lines have moved to the predicted final score that I had in the magazine. Uh, UCLA had win by winning by 20. UTEP I had winning by seven. I think that was a little lower. It's gone up past that in 10. Now I have made some adjustments on some of these teams as well. These four games. You know, Kenny, uh, making adjustments, I think, is in,、uh, in order here for Nebraska, maybe,、uh, because I was actually looking to back Nebraska. I thought Illinois depleted,、uh, new coach situation,、uh, Bielema was coming in. It's not, it's not his style of player yet,、uh, and so I thought maybe some advantages there for Nebraska with continuity, coach and quarterback, right? But、uh, NCAA investigation now, and and Scott Frost、uh, up against it with a new AD as well. Where are you at with Nebraska in this game? Yeah, that's、uh, going to be very interesting. And Scott Frost is definitely on the hot seat as it is with a bad start there at Nebraska,、um, just 11 and 20. Now, I really felt Lovey Smith did a great job recruiting.、Okay. He up up he upgraded the talent level at Illinois. You know, when you're an NFL coach and you come into college, big city, everybody knew Lovey.、Uh, he could go into your living room and get anybody. He got Isaiah Williams to come there, a five-star、uh, elite 11 quarterback.、Uh, many other kids followed. Brett Bielema comes in now. It may not be his style, and it changes a little bit. But Lovey Smith was an NFL pro set guy, so these guys know how to run block, and that's what they're going to do for Bielema. Two tight end sets. They're going to run the football. They're going to be very conservative. They're going to play methodical, and they're going to shorten the game. And they have plenty of starters. They've got 12 guys back on defense with experience. They have eight fifth or sixth year greater players in their starting uh, front uh, front eleven、uh, on both sides of the ball. Total of eight. So this is a very experienced team. Nebraska does have revenge. Now, when I calculated the score in the magazine, I my score was 28-28, but I've since made about a half point deduction on Illini for a player that's out. Nebraska's up a point, and then I I did not calculate revenge into any scores in the magazine. It's strictly all numbers. But in my handicap, I've got to use that revenge. So my my updated number on Nebraska is minus four. This game opened nine and a half down to six and a half last time I looked. I didn't look lately, but、uh, there's sevens across the board. Losing a little value. It's a very small play for me now, plus the seven. Where two months ago I liked it that much better. Kenny, great point by you. I think you know if you're looking at Illinois at plus seven, you know you really would have wanted to get the seven and a half, eight, a better number a little bit earlier. So to your point of you know early bird gets the worm doesn't mean you're going to guarantee win or cover, but、uh, over the long run, if you're consistently getting better numbers, beating that closing line, that's going to be the mark of a successful better overall. But Kenny,、uh, reiterate to me,、uh, you may have mentioned earlier about Hawaii UCLA. I'm wondering what you had as a number for that game, and really just the final score, maybe from your projections. It looks to me like with UCLA, they're kind of the public play, but maybe some respected money too. I saw some openers like minus 17, they're now up to minus 17 and a half. I see a minus 18 popping right now. Is there any value still to lay the points with UCLA, or are you saying, hey, maybe Hawaii at an inflated number could be worth a look if you can find an 18? So the more you dig, it's funny when you find things. Last year, Hawaii beat Fresno the first game, and in late October, because remember they didn't start on time because of COVID. Well, Hawaii was locked down, and their players were able to practice every single day. Fresno was in California, where they weren't able to do anything, and Hawaii comes in as an underdog. I think three point four point underdog, and they won easily over Fresno last year. Little different story this year. UCLA has been working out; they're in great shape. Chip Kelly has the best team by far that he's had.、Uh, my magazine score was UCLA forty three twenty three. Uh, basically, twenty、uh, point spread. That's gone way up now.、Uh, you're right; all the value is gone.、Uh, there's not a big difference in percentage-wise from seventeen and a half or eighteen and twenty. Very little. 
there's there's a greater difference between minus three and minus four than there is 17 and a half and 20. So I have no play on it now. Uh, the total I made 66. It opened 71 and it's come down to 68. UCLA has LSU on deck. I'm afraid of that. I think if you like UCLA, this would be another game where you would look to maybe bet UCLA in the first half. Um, maybe if if Hawaii is down a bunch at halftime to look to bet Hawaii plus a big number in the second half. Kenny, I love doing this with you because of the perspective you bring and, and experience and the knowledge because I'm thinking back to my first game, my senior year, the Pigskin Classic. We played Tennessee and ended up in a 31-31 tie. Uh, so, I mean, to understand betting a little bit more and to understand the thinking of, of numbers and how people power rank uh, teams and, and have a certain number, the, the prediction on the way a game uh, could go is fascinating to me. Yeah, and, that, and that's why, you know, when my dad invented uh, player power ratings in the 70s and he started rating all these players out, uh, it's you know it, Fritch. The talent uh, that you have around you, and the more talent you have, the better your team is going to be. Obviously, everybody's got to be on the same page, pulling on that rope together in the same direction, and you have to have that continuity. But you know what? Talent always wins out. Sometimes the underdog does, uh, but that's because they play well as a team, and they are still talented. They're not as talented, mm-hmm. but you, but you get that great effort. But I, I always felt the way. If you know how talented these teams are, you have a better chance of winning betting sports. Kenny, let me ask you uh, kind of your take on one of the biggest games of the first week, uh, actually September 4th, so not this Saturday, next Saturday, but Georgia against Clemson. This is going to be 7:30 game, insanely heavily bet. Uh, the, the handle for this game is just going to be uh, absurd. But I think what you're looking at, Pritch and I were talking, you do have a lot of injuries here from Georgia. It sounds like they could be missing some uh, some key members on their squad. But a lot of these books, you know, it's kind of been back and forth, three, three and a half. You have maybe, it seems to me, a little bit of Clemson minus three money. But then any time it got to three and a half, Sometimes you would get some hook money there uh, with Georgia bringing it back down. So uh, any thoughts on this game a little bit further ahead, but um, would you be leaning, maybe laying the points with Clemson in this one? Or if you can find the hook with Georgia three and a half, would you be looking at a, a dog's uh, dog play here? Uh, uh, play on words, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, but the Bulldogs. Yeah, great. Uh, you know, one thing I've always said uh, when you're a better uh, you do need to respect the line, and, and you should never laugh at it and say, oh, my God, that's a horrible line. Maybe it is if it's a virgin line that was just put up. But, again, like I said, walk softly these first couple weeks because these numbers have been up for such a long time. So you have to respect there's people taking plus three and a half with Georgia. They feel that Georgia can play with Clemson. My power ratings have Clemson 14 and a half points difference. Um, I, I have no home field. I, I think Clemson's a two-touchdown better team. But I have to respect what the market's doing. I'm betting Clemson laying the three, and I have already. Early I did and thought this would go way up. I thought it would go to seven for sure. Um, but, you know, maybe what they're looking at, returning quarterback, JT Daniels. He has experience. Um, quarterback, I could, Ugalele, uh, DJ Ugalele, He's he had a couple starts. He did have 117 passes last year, and he was tremendous. No interceptions, five touchdowns. So that experience is going to do him well. So I, I don't really mind it. I think the quarterback situation's even. Clemson and Dabo Sweeney, he's just done a, such a great job recruiting. I think he's out-recruited everybody but Alabama, and it's Alabama and Clemson and then everybody else. So I may have Georgia underrated a little bit, and obviously – after this game, I may have to make a big adjustment on, on one of these two teams. I know how good Clemson is, but if Georgia does play them this tight, I'm going to have to make a pretty big adjustment on Georgia's players.
Kenny, um, looking at situations, too, with new coaches or coaches uh, that come into the fold with programs, successful ones or, or somewhat uh, successful ones. So uh, we got Boise State traveling to UCF, uh, two schools with new coaches, although Boise State's got a familiar face uh, taken over for Harston. So, uh, you know, you look at this number, UCS minus five at home, powerful offense, but then here comes Boise State. Your thoughts on this game? Yeah, well, Andy Avalos is first time being a head coach, mm-hmm. but you're right. They they are familiar with him a little bit because he was there five years ago um, as a linebacker coach. So may, none of these kids may not even know him. That would be a good thing because always when assistant gets the job, he's got to go from good cop to bad cop, and I've really never seen that work well because the kids don't take him seriously. It's like they change. Coaches have to change, and I've seen it. It's like kids are like, Wait a minute! You were like Mr. Nice Guy last year. Now you're being now you're being the idiot. I don't I don't understand that. Who are you? Which personality are you? And kids don't don't go on that. So Avalos maybe it's a benefit to him. He knows the program. The players probably don't know him. He's a defensive guy. I expect them to be a little bit more conservative this year. Um, they do have ten starters back on offense and defense. But I think if you're going to get this team. Boise, you better get him early. Uh, I like Gus Malzahn a lot as a head coach. He probably fits this this system really well, and he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Dylan Gabriel. So uh, my number was very tight, though. I, I made Boise State two and a half, and I believe that's right about where the number is. So I'm passing on it. Again, I'm going to have to look and see how – I'm going to be watching Avalos and see what type of tempo that he wants to play with his system because it's going to be very important for me betting totals from here on out. Hmm. Kenny, I wanted to pick your brain on Alabama. Obviously, uh, you know, the powerhouse there in college football, I think you get a lot of futures bets just saying, hey, they do it every year. They're awesome. Should I, you know, bet them again here? Uh, To make the playoff, they're minus 350. They're the favorite to win the national championship, plus 260. Their win total is 11.5. Surprisingly, the unders juiced up a little, minus 115. But what's your outlook on Alabama? Is this just another great Nick Saban team who, yeah, they lose a ton of players to the NFL every year, but they just regroup with the next uh, the next crop of great players? Are you high on Alabama? Do you think that they're going to be another national championship-type team? Uh, or do you say maybe they take a step back with this new quarterback this year? Yeah, my, my number two ranked team in the, in the country is Alabama, 133 and a half, a half a point behind Clemson. Uh, they reload with talent, yes. And, and Bryce Young, I gave him a conservative rating as I possibly could. I rated him six points above the average college quarterback. And boy, I've heard it from some people saying I have been, I'm too low on Bryce, Bryce Young. So, well, if I am, we'll find out early against Miami. If I haven't, if I was, I'll raise his rating up a little bit. I'll raise Alabama. But yeah, they're, they're that good again. But you know what? Only one starter out of their, their, their uh, top 11 on offense and defense is a fifth-year senior or greater. They didn't bring back these, these kids that got an extra year. So the talent gap has closed um, from the from the you know six through twenty teams to the top five teams because a lot of those top five teams they know they're reloading with great talent. They didn't need to bring back those fifth year seniors. He's one of the best, uh, Kenny White. You can follow him on Twitter at kwhitevegas. Kenny, that was so awesome. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you too. Enjoy them. Uh, Going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait till kickoff. Absolutely, cannot <laughs> Thanks, wait. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's one of the best. Uh, talked to Kenny over the years. I've learned so much uh, about college football, even though, you know, again, as a player, uh, Josh, I look at it differently, certainly, than than, uh, than a better. No, you're totally right. We brought you on the dark side. Now, Fred, so <laughs> I tell you. We'll, we'll get you looking at everything from a gambling perspective. Yeah, it, it's eye-opening, but refreshing and exciting at the same time. Coming up next on the program, we're going to get some more betting insights. Coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. Your other host uh, from Boston is Josh Applebaum. So, so Josh, we have some steam, and it, it has to do with the Yankees uh, when it comes to this line movement. How about this? I mean, the Yankees are incredible right now, really playing great baseball. Uh, so odds to win the World Series before the winning streak, uh, they were plus 1,600, now plus 900. Uh, the way that they're playing, I mean, uh, how do you not jump on that number right now? Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable here. And again, our buddy Will Hill, big Yankee fan. I know he's the happiest person in America right now seeing this turnaround. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're right, Pritch. Obviously, big World Series odds movement. Uh, I got to find the updated number here. But I, last time I checked yesterday, it was still Tampa Bay, I think, minus 250. Okay. Yankees plus 250, something like that to, to win the American League East. Uh, but I think it was a couple great points that Will Hill uh, mentioned uh, previously on Vston. You know, this is a team that uh, you're getting a lot of mojo. And I actually look to the Red Sox and I say, uh, you know, there's kind of an analytics debate of, uh, you know, Bobby Dahlback versus Anthony Rizzo. And Bobby Dahlback has better numbers mm-hmm. when you actually look into it. But there's something with baseball that's hard to quantify. The numbers, the analytics don't always look at it. I always go to that scene in Moneyball, Pritch, when uh, when Brad Pitt, you know, who's Billy Bean, walks in and all his old scouts are really upset with the new analytics, sabermetrics type people. Uh, I think sabermetrics, analytics, they're important. Uh, obviously, we see the Rays competitive every single year. Analytics also told you to bring out, uh, you know, uh, Snell there in the World Series when he probably should have stayed in. Uh, an old school baseball player, I test would have told you that. 
But what I'm getting at, Pritch, is there's something with the Yankees where uh, when they got Rizzo, when they got Gallo, uh, it kind of energized that club. Also, um, their shortstop there, uh, I forget his name, Velasquez, but he's a local kid from the Bronx. He's brought in a lot of juice. This is a team that was kind of a dead team and really looked like a team that didn't have any energy. Now you bring in a winning player like Rizzo. You know, uh, you solidify your lineup and you're more lefty-righty instead of just so heavily, uh, you know, one-sided. To me, that's what's really sparked this turnaround here. Andrew Heaney's pitched a little bit better. Uh, and I think with Garrett Cole coming back from COVID, that's a huge benefit to them as well. So once you get rolling, Pritch, and I saw something, this is like their longest win streak in 15 years or something, which uh, I would have thought the Yankees have had a lot of these throughout the years. But uh, I just think if you're looking at plus money on the one hand, you're kind of late, you're getting the worst of it. But if they keep doing what they're doing, Pritch, and maybe they get some of these injured, like Severino, Kluber, I don't know what their status is, uh, but they look like a very dangerous team. I don't know if they can win the World Series. I don't mm -hmm. know if they have the pitching. But that lineup, one through nine, Pritch, uh, it's it's dangerous. And, uh, again, my, my socks are now way below the Yankees, uh, and it was a <laughs> complete opposite situation just a couple weeks ago. It wasn't too long ago when we were thinking we're going to get a Dodgers-Yankees World Series uh, situation for sure. But uh, the way that the Yankees are playing right now, I just pay attention to that number down from uh, uh, plus 1600 to now plus 900. I don't know if, if you'll get a better number than that at this point. Yeah, I think on the one hand, you know, you mentioned, hey, you would have wanted the 1600 yeah. down to 900. But uh, again, what if that 900 in a you know short time frame here becomes plus 800, plus mm -hmm. 700? That's the thing. You always look at what the number was and say, wow, I really kicked myself. I should have jumped on them earlier. But who could have predicted they get this hot pitch? That's the crazy thing with <laughs> baseball. Like we have day sweats. You know, it's just the most unpredictable sport. Uh, but really, if if things start to click for you, they can yeah. really snowball either in a good way, uh, like you know, we talk about the Orioles or, uh, being terrible. Mm -hmm. It can also be in a bad way where it spirals in like you're like Baltimore and you just keep losing. So I uh, tip your cap to the Yankees. Uh, Perch, they may never lose again. This is unbelievable <laughs> what they've been doing. They kind of put the odds in their favor, though, with that lineup and those trade moves that they've made. So give credit to the Yankees uh, for sure. Uh, Red Sox and the Twins. Uh, market insight uh, for this game. Red Sox almost blew it last night, Josh. Oh, man, their bullpen is so bad, Pritch. It's really bad here. They can barely beat these these terrible teams, and uh, they're barely hanging on to the second wild card spot. But, Pritch, this was a, a big move to, to Minnesota. Um, again, you know, we look at these non-division home favorites doing very well this year, but we actually had the Red Sox open at some shops like minus 175. They're down to minus 155. So there has been a little money coming in here uh, with the Twins getting plus money, uh, who gave the Sox a scare yesterday. But, Pitt, Pritch, my play here is the over in this game. You had, uh, what was it, 11-9 yesterday. They mm -hmm. scored a ton of runs. Um, this is a team with the Red Sox who's got a great offense but a terrible bullpen now. Uh, I think you continue to get uh, some more runs in this one. It's, it's a great night in Boston. It's about 80, 85 degrees. Wind's blowing out a little bit at Fenway. I love these hot, humid summer nights uh, regardless of where you're playing, uh, where it's hot, pitchers get tired, uh, and also the wind is blowing out, maybe carries a warning track fly ball into a home run here. So total open 10.5, hasn't really moved off of 10.5, Pritch, okay. uh, but wind blowing out, hot temperature, and you also look at um, with Minnesota, they're the best over team in baseball this year, 72 and 46 to the over. Uh, both these teams, four and five to the over. Red Sox at home, twins their last five. I'm going to go over here. Maybe we get some runs, the over 10.5. I might join you on that play too because the Red Sox have They've been giving it up late in games. You mentioned the bullpen. Uh, and then on the other side, the Twins, uh, they've been savvy. They've been scoring late in games, too. So uh, producing, what, five or more runs uh, in the last five days. So five games for them. So that's interesting there, too. Ten and a half uh, is the total. When we continue the program, we are going to go back to the National Football League with preseason football. That's next.
Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. And the VSIN Pro Football Guide is a perfect way to start. Several benefits in our guide, which include our VSIN experts who are winners with football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools uh, to give you a winning edge. Download the VSIN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we were talking about some of these lines a little bit earlier in the show. I want to revisit that one with the Broncos uh, on the heels of the news about Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. That situation has solved itself. The quarterback competition is over. Teddy Bridgewater named a starter by Vic Fangio. Uh, but that line was moving uh Eight and a half uh, still I show on the board here at the South Point. Minus eight and a half for Denver, 33 and a half uh, the total against the Rams. Yeah, this thing is unbelievable, Pritch. Just the movement that we've seen here toward the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And I think makes makes some sense just on the surface, the fact that Sean McVay is a guy that doesn't play any of his starters in the preseason. However, you look at Denver, uh, when you bring up a good point, like I don't know how Drew Locke is going to react to this. Like Teddy Two Gloves gets named the starter. Uh, will that make Drew Locke, uh, you know, upset or not play well or take it personally or does he turn around and say i'm going to show them i should be the starter i'm going to light it up here you know we saw him in that first game where they were a really sharp dog to favorite line move that came through for the wise guys uh, against the vikings he looked really good long passes looked like the starter i think that's the reason why the odds makers kind of pegged him as the favorite in that race uh but pritch when you open minus six you're now at eight and a half and I'm actually seeing a book at nine, and I see a nine and a half print. Mm. This thing is like ridiculous <laughs> right now. I think just on you know on principle, I, I can't stomach laying the points here with the Broncos in a preseason game where crazy things happen, where uh, maybe the backups of the Rams are are down by uh, you know ten late, and maybe have a late touchdown, kind of like what we saw with a lot of points uh, that actually killed that that under there the other night with the Jags in, in New Orleans. You had 18 points from a Jags team that was dead in the water. So these are the unpredictable, crazy things that happen in the preseason. Now, if Denver rolls and wins by 21, you're like, wow, it was obvious. doesn't matter. I should have laid the points. But if you consistently get in a situation where you're getting the worst of it, it's not going to be successful for you long term. And if you want to uh, take a, a shot here on the Rams, there are some really good uh, systems that I have, which are pretty good this year. So uh, a preseason road dog who made the playoffs versus an opponent who didn't that's six and two ATS this preseason. It's about 58% ATS the last decade. And also just isolating these really, really big dogs. Uh, if you're a preseason dog of six points or more, they're four and one ATS this, this preseason, and you're around 60% the last decade. So a lot of system matches here for the Rams. Again, are they your, are they like your, your average kind of big dog in a way no because McVay's going to rest all his guys but still I think to me if you're if you're dying to bet this game number one if you don't have an edge you should lay off entirely but uh if you're dying to bet it I'm either taking the big points with the Rams or I'm not touching this thing at all uh it does look like maybe an underplay Pritch we know we do know unders are still crushing it uh I think they're on 72 percent to the under so far uh but it did open 34 down to 33 and a half so maybe a low scoring game but to me I think the smart bet is either if you're going to play the spread, you're taking this inflated line in the preseason with the Rams. I'm definitely not laying it with the Broncos. Even if they roll, 
to me, you're getting the worst of it at this at this point. Yeah, I would focus in on what the players and coaches have to say during the week, uh, this week in particular, because uh, we got final cuts next week, right, Josh? And uh, what there might be what four or five jobs up for grabs right now. And so, uh, from that standpoint, these last preseason games are going to be very and very important for some guys, not everybody. I mean, there's going to be a lot of cuts and and guys, their dreams are going to go away uh, pretty much. Uh, but then there's going to be others that could land on a practice squad somewhere too. Uh, so keeping that in mind a little bit here for some of these lines, another big one, uh, we got Green Bay uh, and Buffalo. So Buffalo's minus eight at home, 35 is the total. I don't know how many jobs are up or available with Green Bay. I mean, this could just be fly out to Buffalo and get this thing over with kind of situation. I think it could be Pritch. And again, you know, I just had a conversation. Uh, we're just talking about, the, you know, getting these big inflated points with the Rams. I'd be a little careful with Green Bay. This has been a big move toward Buffalo. Uh, the Bills, I saw some openers like minus four and a half, minus mm-hmm. five. Now that you're all the way up to seven and a half, I even see an eight out there. My one caveat here is uh, Green Bay and their quarterbacks. You know, it was a really good information-based bet over the weekend when we saw that LaFleur told everybody that, you know, uh, uh, Love is not going to play. Aaron Rodgers is out. They have Ben Kurt and Jake Dolagala. So do you really want to, you know, bet on those two guys who may never play a snap in the NFL? No offense to them, but Mm -hmm. do you really want to put your money behind those two guys to cover this number for you? The one thing with the Bills, which I think makes them a a little more appetizing, like if you're going to lay a big number, I'd rather do it with the Bills than I would with the Broncos because Sean McDermott, this guy, to me, Pritch, we've done shows where I keep scratching my head saying, yeah, Harbaugh is so good ATS, won 19 in a row, covered almost 70%, but who's the next Harbaugh? I think it could be Sean McDermott, a no-nonsense guy who's got a great culture, and it's just kind of next man up. Uh, wanting to win every game, regardless of, of what it is or the importance of it or lack of importance. Sean McDermott, now 2-0 ATS in, the, in this preseason. He's now 9-4 ATS, almost 70% in his career. So, again, I don't want to really bet these big numbers, lay these big chalk prices uh, on these big points in the preseason. We tend to see these dogs do better when they're getting big points. But if you're making me pick a big favorite to lay it with, if you can find a seven and a half, I'd be a little intrigued by the Bills just because McDermott takes these games seriously and the Packers really have no quarterbacks in this one. Yeah, I look for situations like this, Chicago, Tennessee, because we know that Justin Fields is going to play. He's going to start. Uh, I'm sure there's an evaluation right there, uh, not determining whether or not he's going to be week one starter or not, but sh- certainly an evaluation. Uh, so the Bears on the road minus two uh, against the Titans, 36 and a half the total. Yeah, Pritch, I would look a little bit to the Titans in this one. You know, I saw some books that uh, at at one point it was like Chicago. It's weird. They're, they're different openers in this one. I saw mm-hmm. kind of a flip to Chicago. I also saw some Chicago Bears minus two and a half. That's now down to one and a half. So if you can find a two uh, to me, you know, really looking at the way Vrabel handles this. And now he has COVID, Pritch. Right. I got to see. What's the deal with Rabel? Will he even be allowed to be at this game or coach this game? That could be an X factor. The more I think about it, why maybe you're seeing this, this move here to the bears, even though it's coming back a little bit to the Titans um, in terms of the total, it did tick up a little bit, you know, 36 up to around 36 and a half, 37. So maybe a little bit of, you know, point scored here in this one. Again, you know, I, I'm, I'm really the under trainer, nothing when it comes to all these <laughs> preseason totals here, Pritch. But now that I think about it, to me, I got to know what, what the deal is with Mike Vrabel. Will he coach here? Uh, contact tracing. Did anyone else, um, you know, get get tested here? And what's going on? I would say, Pritch, I got a little worried when Vrabel tested positive because uh, they had joint practices with the Patriots. And who was Vrabel? No mask, talking to the whole time. Tom Brady. So, Pritch, oh, I, I, I almost my, my heart skipped a beat there, Pritch, for that for that second. Yeah, you almost flew to Tennessee and, and might have yeah. some words with Vrabel after that, right? 
I put Brady in uh, bubble wrap, bubble boy, whatever it takes to keep him safe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys with some COVID issues too. So uh, that line right now, Dallas uh, catching three and a half at home uh, against Jacksonville. Uh, a lot more to go. A final segment on the program coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Zumo Play. Summer sports betting is heating up, so sign up right now for a risk-free first bet up to $1,000 at BetMGM. Be sure to use bonus code VSEN1000 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Once again, it's bonus code VSEN1000 to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. 
Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, Major League Baseball is always exciting, right? We know that firsthand. Uh, you know, depending on the play, you might have two. I, I can't believe here we go with the Royals again and the Astros. Astros closed minus 275. Uh, the Royals are on top five to four uh, in this matchup right now. Use the word exciting to, to describe baseball. Uh, you, you put that very politely. I would say uh, heart-wrenching. Mm. Uh, what other words can I come up with? Uh, tearing tearing your Ooh. eyes out every day. Uh, you, you do it all the time, but sure. that's why we love it. Uh, again, when you're up, you're never safe. When you're down, you're never dead. That's the beauty of baseball. So, uh, you know, looking at Kansas City, Houston, unbelievable. I, I, you know, I'm looking at Houston in that spot. I have a ticket on Houston. You're up 3-1. to one. Give up a grand slam to Whit Merrifield. This is what you got to deal with every day mm. betting on baseball. Uh, Detroit had a sharp line move. Uh, they actually uh, tied it up in the ninth to go to extra innings. They just lost on a walk-off by St. Louis. Uh, and then to make it even crazier, Pritch, the Cubbies. The Cubbies are a team that kind of we left for dead here. Yeah. Game one of the doubleheader, they win 5-2. to two. That was a move. Uh, some shops, the weird thing is Colorado was uh, steamed up early. They're like minus 115 up to like minus 145. Came back down late, minus 132. But uh, Rockies, Pritch, rinse, repeat on the road. <laughs> Whatever it is, they cannot win uh, on the road. So uh, this is what you love about baseball. I mean, again, you put yourself through the ringer every single day. But uh, if you're a grinder, you have a bad day, you never get too low. When you have a great day, you never get too high. To me, baseball is all about flat betting and just keeping yeah. uh, your cool and just sticking with it because you'll have terrible bad beats. Some of those bad beats may even be live on camera, Pritch. You also have some great walk-offs and great wins. But, uh, again, it's a long, long season, so never get too high or too low when it comes to betting baseball. Yeah, I wonder what happens to the Rockies if they get swept by the Cubs uh, out there. They got a doubleheader today. Uh, certainly looking forward to that next game, too, though, for the Rockies and the Cubs. But uh, the Cubs close at plus 122. Uh, Rockies running into each other all over the place on the diamond. And uh, it's incredible to watch a team like that play professional baseball at this point. It really is, Pritch. And again, you know, Rockies, a team that also, what direction are they going oh. in, Pritch? I don't want to, I don't want to throw it on They're your Rockies here, circles. but like, <laughs> yeah, you give up Arenado. You don't really yeah. get much in return. Like you had Trevor story. You didn't trade him. Like it like, at least with the, you know, the nationals and the Cubs, like they made a decision. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, Pritch, that old phrase, like if you're going to get rid of your parts and, and, you know, get ready for the future, yep. then trade away everybody, you know, kind of take one on the chin and get, get your prospects, get your farm system uh, a little bit better. Uh, it's just tough. It's tough to pitch there in Colorado. And really you could lean on your offense. And now uh, again, you're letting these guys walk or trade them away for not much in return. So tough being a Colorado Rockies fan here, Pritch, but it's also tough being a Red Sox fan like me right now. So misery loves company there. How about a Brewers fan? I mean, they got their matchup against the Reds. You know, the Reds, if they were at home, I said this on the Lombardi line earlier, if they were at home, I would be looking at a total situation in that game. They're on the road, though, uh, against Milwaukee. Seven and a half the total. Uh, good pitching, too, uh, there for the Brewers, minus 154 at home. Yeah, if you, look, if you look at it yesterday, Pritch, you know, Milwaukee came back huge. I, I laid the, the money there with Milwaukee. They had a good move, like minus 170 up to minus 190, but they were down four to one. They needed a late comeback, late rally there to win that thing seven to four. Uh, tonight, if you're making me pick a side, I do lean Cincinnati Reds here, Pritch. Okay. You know, a lot of these books uh, with Woodruff on the bump, who's got some great numbers here, although Luis Castillo pitching for the Reds was terrible to start the year. He's gotten a little bit better in the second half of the season. But this is a very lopsided play where the Brewers are getting a ton of betting. They're getting uh, about three out of four bets across the market. Public just sees Woodruff and his numbers, says, give me the, give me, uh, the Brewers here at home. But actually, this line has dropped. You know, the, the Brewers open minus 175. They're down to minus 155. This would 
match with Cincinnati, a couple systems I like, uh, road division dogs, uh, you know, kind of look that built-in familiarity, leveling the playing field, steam 10 cents or more on a road team. It's also been pretty decent this year. So I would lean Cincinnati here with this line move. I think this line might be just be a little higher, or at least the opener was a bit high. But Pritch, if you're worried about betting against the Brewers, who are really good, or, you know, maybe taking a shot on the Reds, I actually like the over in this one. Call me crazy, Pritch. Great point by you, you know, great American ballpark. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think with the Angel Stadium, the two best over ballparks in baseball this year. But what I like with with this spot is the public's kind of leaning under. It's kind of creating a contrarian over opportunity where public just sees Woodruff and his great ERA and says this is going to be a three-to-one game, a two-to-one game. Uh, But it's kind of stayed where it's at, seven and a half, minus 110 both sides. Uh, I look at totals when they're really low of seven and a half. Uh, or lower the overs 54% this year. So maybe, maybe you need the bullpen to give up a couple runs late. Uh, but also if you're looking at this spot here, Pritch, um, a lot of the, these books have touched eight at certain times. This is another thing I look at, uh, not just like the open and closing number, but the moves in between seven and a half update down to seven and a half back update down to seven and a half. It never got down to seven. It was always update or back down tells me that's kind of a, a ping pong, you know, kind of leaning a little bit to the over there. So I took a shot on the over seven and a half. Uh, we do have uh, the over hitting in four straight games between these teams. Mm-hmm. And also Cincinnati, one of the best uh, over teams in baseball, other than the, other than the Minnesota twins, Cincinnati now 67 and 54 to the over. Right. I'm going to bank on getting eight runs or more in this one, Pritch. I'm going to take the over seven and a half. Pretty good lineups on both sides too, for that play. I mean, it's yeah. incredible to look at the names, the confirmed lineups uh, that we have going uh, uh, for both of these teams. I mean, I get Woodruff, uh, and his ERA, but he's seven and seven uh, on the year as a starter. Yeah, great point, Pritch. And again, the public will really lean on these big name starting pitchers mm-hmm. and their win loss records. But uh, as you mentioned, the red legs here. You know, uh, you know they got Castellanos back. Mm-hmm. Votto's having you know kind of a career year back in the day when he when he was a younger player and in the MVP <laughs> race. He's kind of back at it again. Uh, so I'm expecting some runs in this one. Also. You know, uh, I was looking at last night because I was on Milwaukee, but Josh Hader pitched last night. I don't know if he's going to pitch back to back. So that's a, you know, a shutdown guy late in the game where if you're on the under, you want him available tonight. I don't know if he will be. I don't know how often he pitches these back to backs. So maybe you have uh, some of your lesser bullpen parts in this game here, which would definitely make you feel a little more confident if you want to take that over. All right. Let's get back to some football, preseason football. The Browns uh, and my Falcons there, Josh Applebaum, Atlanta at home as a dog plus five and a half the total 35 and a half against the Browns yeah Pritch this might make you a little bit happy here because <laughs> this line is going to your old team the Atlanta Falcons in this one who uh, obviously have really struggled here in the preseason thus far with the rookie coach but right. uh, a lot of these books actually open Cleveland Pritch minus seven minus six and a half you are seeing this line now uh, down to five and a half kind of no man's land basically uh, you know in between a bunch you know two key numbers between the six and seven and the three, but it is moving toward Atlanta. Uh, uh, You know, we do have some system matches with the Falcons here, Uh, a line move on a team that missed the playoffs first made the playoffs in the preseason. Uh, That's 54% so far uh, or 54% the last decade. Um, Also just dogs in general with a line move in their favor. Uh, They're 59% the last decade. So a little bit of movement here toward Atlanta, but Pritch, my big question, you know, I'll lean to you and maybe you have a thought on this. Mm -hmm. Um, How will coaches handle this last game? Because 
Again, typically the last game of the preseason, nobody plays, but we don't have a fourth game. This is the third and, and final one. Do we see more starters here? You know, I want to play a lot of these unders, but do we see more more uh, more good players playing because they have a two-week break between the last game and the opener? Any thoughts on that or anything you've heard, you know, ear to the ground about how maybe how these coaches will handle this? Bridge? Yeah, you know, it's the same length of preseason. So we only have three preseason games, but yet there's four weeks, and so you're going to have a, a, essentially a bye week after your last preseason game. Uh, so I would be shocked if I see frontline guys out there for the final preseason game, uh, Josh. I mean, a lot of times that final preseason game, uh, as you're winding down camp uh, and getting ready to make cuts to the attention goes to that for coaches, the evaluators as well, and also towards that first game of the, uh, of the regular season. Uh, so you don't want to think about your starters going out there and performing because uh, you don't really need to look at those guys. I mean, at this point, they're ready to go. Uh, you just want to make sure that they're healthy. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, Pritch. And you also made me happier because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep riding a lot of these unders, and that's what I want. I want the scrubs out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no offense, I want uh, none of these, not a lot of these frontline players as well. Uh, Pritch, we're up against it. Let me throw this one at you. Okay. Jacksonville, Dallas. You mentioned Dallas with uh, some COVID issues right now, and we're uh, I still got to watch my hard knocks here. I'm, I'm an episode behind here, Pritch. I got to get after it. By the way, Bachelor in Paradise is now playing, so Uh-oh. me and Elise, my what? fiance, that's taking a lot of our attention right now. <laughs> and it's not like the regular Bachelor, Pritch. This is like X-rated. It's in paradise. Kind of actually, it's in paradise. <laughs> so, so a lot of things happen in paradise. But uh, this move to the Jaguars at Dallas, we actually had the Cowboys. Uh, believe it or not, open as like a, uh, some books were like minus one Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's now all the way flipped to minus three and a half Jags. So we have Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, worst kept secret ever that he's going to be the starting QB. Cowboys, how seriously will they take this? Uh, I don't really like sweating the Jaguars in the preseason. They actually came through with a backdoor cover that last game against the Saints. But is uh, Pritch, what's the update on that COVID stuff? Does it make sense to you why this line is going to the Jags here? Well, yeah, I mean, you what, C.D. Lamb and, and people like that uh, from a COVID standpoint, and it has spread. So, uh, again, we don't know who's been vaccinated, who's not been vaccinated, too, and you don't know how far it goes. So uh, just something to keep an eye on there with the Cowboys. Real quick, though, Josh, going back to Atlanta uh, and that line because of – remember they signed Josh Rosen recently. A.J. McCarron's done. Uh, so Josh Rosen might play in this game uh, if they do not play Manny Ice, which I, I can't imagine them playing Manny Ice at this point. Ooh, that's an interesting angle here, Pritch. Josh Rosen, who uh, when you're looking <laughs> back at that draft, man, Arizona, right. that, that's a rough one when you're taking him in that spot. But uh, good point by you. Maybe this is an audition of, you know, McCarron's hurt. You rest Matt Ryan. Do you see a lot of Josh Rosen there? On the <laughs> one hand, I would say maybe you want to fade him in that spot, mm-hmm. but better seem to be liking the points there, Pritch. Maybe it's going to be Cleveland just playing nobody, and Josh Rosen will maybe look good going up against, you know, second, third string players. But right. Good point by you. That Maybe that has something to do with it, uh, with the line going to Atlanta, even though, again, I thought maybe with with Rosen, your only QB, yeah. Pritch, I don't know how much confidence I have in that. Well, I'm, I'm on that site. You talked about our lads. Uh, in terms of looking at uh, like a depth chart. So Matt Ryan's there, Josh Rosen, and and there's a guy highlighted in green, Felipe Franks. I'm anticipating he's a rookie, right? So uh, that's the quarterbacks. That's it. They don't have any other quarterbacks. Wasn't he Florida and then Arkansas or uh, kind of a mobile guy? Yeah, Felipe Franks, right? Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Uh, (laughs) That'll do it for us today. We're back tomorrow. Have a great evening, Josh. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Pritch. Great job. Good luck tonight. Thank you. You too. They'll do it.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.